0: grow a million-dollar business, and with me now is Heather Juma. She's going to be talking about how to become a millionaire diva, helping women create riches in all aspects of their lives. Let me tell you a little bit about Heather. Heather Juma is a sharp, influential, and in-demand woman in business. She's a serial entrepreneur and small business expert, having built several different six and seven income businesses, starting with her first business while she was still in high school. Heather has had incredible success in real estate as both a real estate agent and investor. She has been featured in both Upline Magazine and MLM University's Millionaire Club for her success in the direct sales industry. She has taught cooking classes and started a gourmet baked goods business. Heather used her nursing background once again in her medical research business and helped build and manage a successful niche medical practice. Through her company, WealthSuccessAndWomen.com, Heather educates women about the success mindset crucial to being a successful entrepreneur. She also provides the tactical information necessary to build a highly successful business. She educates strategizes, and motivates the women she works with and provides them with the necessary tools, education, and mindset for success. Heather's mission and passion is to empower women to expand their vision for their lives and live their own version of millionaire lifestyle and become millionaire divas. Today, Heather will talk about identifying what holds you back and overcome it forever, how to develop a wealth consciousness that will attract all you desire, create and launch your millionaire
1: lifestyle business and life plan. Welcome, Heather. Thank you, Heidi. That was a wonderful introduction. I really appreciate being here. And hello, millionaire divas. Um, I just wanted to take a real quick moment, and I want to thank Heidi for putting this together because, you know, this is an incredible opportunity for all of you. Heidi has gotten some of the best speakers out there they've been in the streets they've built their businesses and all it takes is for you to hear one thing and it can change your life forever so thank you Heidi for you know encouraging women to go big in their life because that's what I'm all about and I'm I'm so glad you're doing this thank you my pleasure thank you
0: Thank you for being with us. It's uh, just an honor, and, and I was very excited to find you. And and you were so, as all of my guests have been, very gracious and willing. And, you know, that's what it's all about. I am finding that er, there's a certain level of, of people that once they reach that level, they're so interested and willing to, to teach and share what they know with others. And, and you're one of those people, and I want to thank you, Heather. Oh, you're welcome. So let's talk about how you started Wealth success in women to help women achieve financial freedom, success and happiness. Tell me what was the defining moment for you and to start it in the first place.
1: Well <laughs> as you see I love to start businesses. You know, I've been starting businesses forever, it seems. And um What happened to me is, as a lot of women, I went through a transitional period in my life called divorce, (laughs) and the business that I, you know, as soon as I filed for divorce, I knew right there half of my net worth was gone because I live in a community property state, so right there half of everything I built was gone. Um, I had built a very successful business with my um, ex-husband, and so I was no longer going to have that business. And what I realized that I had known before but I became acutely aware of um, was that a lot of women, do they're living the American dream. They're the CEO of their family. That's what I call them, the CEO of their family. They're doing the right thing. They're the stay-at-home mom. They're supporting the husband. You know, he's out doing his thing. She's running the house, making sure everything's going great. And then one day, you know, the husband will come home, and it's like the marriage is over. And then what happens is, um, you know, women have to go back into the corporate world. They haven't been there for a while, and typically corporate America is like, we don't value you, we don't need you. You haven't been here for 10 or 12 years. And they lose not only their, you know, their relationship – they lose their lifestyle and what really affected me is so many women are losing their homes and you know the pain of having to move your children out of the house they're growing up in is just tremendous and it takes so much for those women to build to build that lifestyle back up and corporate america is not paying women what they're worth in 2006 Um, The average median income for a woman in the United States was $34,000 a year, and that's not going to support anybody, because I crunched the numbers, and for a woman with two kids to live an average middle-class lifestyle in the United States, not places in California or New York or Washington, D.C., is going to cost $100,000 a year, and so... I decided <laughs> I was going to go out and do something to change that because all of these women have skills, knowledge, and expertise that they can use to start a home-based business, and every woman can build a home-based business to a six-figure income, and they can do it in, in less than a year, but because I have to expand their thinking, I always tell them I can teach them how to do it in one year. Wow. So that's how I started it. <laughs> wow.
0: And I love your mission to inspire
1: and educate
0: 1,000 women to become millionaire divas and philanthropists.
1: How do you plan to do that? Well, by starting, um, wealth Success in Women, that was, you know, this is what I consider my big, you know, business. Um, this will be the last business that I build, and I want it to go really big, and I wanted it to be more than, you know, just the money um, because so many women are struggling economically, and what I find is when women are struggling economically, they don't have the um, the strength, they don't have the time, because they're so wrapped up in the struggle of day-to-day living that they aren't able to go out and give with their communities. So if I can get women to what I call the safe number, which is six figures, where they can pay the bills and be comfortable and they're not stressed out then I feel like they have the time to go out in their communities and help. They um, you know, have the ability to um, also contribute financially. So my goal is to get one thousand women to donate ten thousand dollars a year um, to charitable organizations and that will result in ten million dollars a year. And how I plan on doing that is, you know, first of all I have the Wealth Success and Women, you know, dot com and I want to enlighten women about this. Um, I want to encourage philanthropy. I don't see a lot of that going out on, out, you know, out there. And I want people to understand it's not all about us. You know, that's that's what I talk about the success mindset. Um, as you become successful, you change in your thinking, and you really want to give back. And that's you know what I want women to do. So I have, um, I'm not going to build one of those big make-a-coaching programs. Um, I work with a very select number of women because I'm very hands-on when I work with everybody. But anybody that works with me has to agree to be a philanthropist or they cannot be one of my clients. (laughs) And then what I'm trying to build is I'm trying to, all the, a lot of the women coaches are out there all running their own little coaching programs, and a lot of them are struggling. And what I'm trying to do is get a lot of the women coaches together, start like a big program, you know, for women entrepreneurs. And, you know, that would, be, that would enable us to help more women become successful at a faster rate. And therefore, you know, everybody can be a philanthropist. So that's how I plan on doing it. Wow. Well, yeah, but you
0: know what? The bigger the the uh, bigger the um, the vision, the 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 greater chance. I think you have to succeed because you're not just affecting you; you're affecting so many people. And those thousand people will have affect. If we have a circle of two hundred, they'll affect two hundred thousand people, two million people through the math. Right, and, and well, that's I've what now, those people. So the trickle
1: down effect of what you're doing is just amazing. Well, that's what women need to understand. Um, As women entrepreneurs... They're out there, um you know they are the wheel that's making the economy in the United States go, so if you're concerned about the economy, you need to be out there you know making money, taking your business seriously, you know because you're paying the graphic designer, you're um you know paying the printer, you're helping the economy go you're you're helping your community, and so it's your responsibility to get out there and be successful. Absolutely. What about the Ruby Red Foundation? How does that fit into your mission?
0: And could you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, the Ruby Red Slipper Foundation, I based it on, um, you know, Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz um, when she says there's no place like home. And what I found is, um, you know, working with a lot of women, they don't have their energy right, and they don't have a success mindset. And as I've gotten to know women, I've come to uh, realize there's a high percentage of women that actually were raised in families that were dysfunctional, and there was abuse going on in the family. So what happens is a lot of women that grow up in that situation, they don't have any self-esteem, they don't believe in themselves, and the cycle continues through their entire life. So they're not really able to, um, you know, change their circumstances. And what happens, it's an endless cycle. You know, they get into abusive relationships, and, you know, it it just doesn't change. So what I want to do is I want to help the the women when they're still young. So typical organizations, when somebody's, you know, in high school and they want a scholarship for college, they have to have good grades. And I understand that women that are, you know, young girls that are in high school and they're having issues at home with a dysfunctional family... They aren't going to have good grades, and they're going to have a lot of issues that wouldn't make them eligible for college scholarships. So that is what the Ruby Red Slipper Foundation, you know, were there for those, those girls. We want to make sure that they get out of that situation, go away to college, have that wonderful college experience. Experience, you know, they're around other dynamic, motivated people. Away from, you know, that environment, that they will be in um, coaching and counseling to help, you know, with their self-esteem issues. And we want to stop that, you know. We want to stop it, you know, while they're they're still young, you know, and we have the chance to go in and really help them change their lives before they get caught up in. You know, maybe marrying the wrong person, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, eventually going through a divorce and struggling like so many women are. So that's why I started that because I saw a lot of that, a lot of people have issues going back to their childhood. So that's why I started that foundation. I think
0: we should have called your session the wealth cycle, paying it forward. Right? <laughs> <I don't- laughs>
1: I kind of like what I'm about. It is, absolutely, <laughs> and that's what attracted me to you. <laughs> yeah, I always tell women, you're going to meet somebody, I when I walk around, I actually see, I mean, just people think I'm nuts when I say this, but I see a little light, like in where women's heart are you know where their heart is um, and that's every woman I talk to when I really you know, get close to her and talk to her she has a dream in her heart to do something big and a lot of women that I talk to that are starting businesses they have a dream to go out and make sure that every country has clean water that every child eats breakfast before they go to school, that every child gets a good education. That's Every woman I've met that has a desire to start a business, they have a bigger dream in there, and that's that little light that I see, and, um, you know, that's, that is just so thrilling to me when you get into their lives and, you know, they share their lives and you hear their stories, and so many people want to pay it forward, they just don't know how to start. Well, you just take baby steps like everything, but I
0: I love what you're doing and really admire it. Oh, um, thank you. You're welcome. Heather, tell us about some of the other obstacles you faced in your journey and, and how you overcame them.
1: Well, <laughs> what's amazing to me is that people think when you start a business that you shouldn't have obstacles and challenges. And actually, you're going to have a lot of obstacles and challenges that, you know, um, that road to successful entrepreneurship is full of hills, mountains, um, roadblocks, you know, everything. And you just have to decide, do I go over, under, through, or around it? And you just keep going. And, you know, it amazes me that people think it's going to be easy street um, because what it is is I believe that that's the universe's way of testing you and to see if you have everything it takes to be successful. Because once you reach a certain level of success, you'll look back at how you were, and you're going to see you've developed into a completely different person, and the obstacles and challenges that you're going through, while you're going through them, they seem like the worst thing that it could ever happen to you, but then they turn out to be the best thing that ever happened to you, because you learn incredible lessons. And that's what happened to me in my life. Um, you know, if somebody, you know, like everything you said about me, they would think that I didn't have any... I've had failures. I've had a lot of failures in my life. And a lot of successful business people will tell you that they've had more business failures than they've had success. And that's happened to me. I when I when When I... Um, did my cookbook. I did a cookbook. I learned all about self-publishing, wrote a cookbook. All the recipes were my own. You know, I had it on a computer, had it backed up in a hard drive, house burnt down with <laughs> with everything in it. <laughs> so I lost everything. That was the business I was going to do before I did well success. Six- <laughs> women and um, I lost everything even though I had it backed up I lost the hard drives I lost everything and I thought I couldn't recreate it and then um, I had been in a situation of, in my life I was a really strong independent wo- woman and something happened and I had um, a nervous breakdown and I was suicidal for an entire year I was very very sick I basically couldn't leave my house for a year except to see my psychiatrist um, and I didn't think I would ever come, come out of that. And um, people were amazed that that happened to me because I'm the rock-solid person that's there for everybody else. And they couldn't believe that that happened to me, but I was the perfect person for it to happen to, actually. And so um, as a result of that, I had a wonderful, incredible doctor, but she had to give me a lot of medications so that I wouldn't actually commit suicide. So I became addicted to the medications, and so, you know, they were all prescribed, but I had to get off of those, um, you know, and during that time, I, I just didn't think I could ever recover, I couldn't work, you know, um, my kids had to take taxis to school, I mean, it was just really crazy, and, um, you know, I basically went to the lowest point I could go in my life, and I was able you know, to come out of it and, you know, rebuild all my success again. So, um, so that, that's just a little bit. That's like the worst thing that happened to me. But, you know, starting my business is, you know, I've had a lot of challenges. Um, I built a lot of bricks and mortar businesses, but I won't work with women that do that because, um, you know, that you, right away, you have to pay the overhead. So building an Internet business has been a little bit of a challenge for me. But, um, you know, that's the worst thing that's happened to me. So that's my big challenge. (laughs) Well, but you know what? The the story, that backstory, is that you overcame all of it. And I think that that's so
0: inspiring. And, And anybody listening who's ever had any kind of struggles can relate and can realize that, if you, at the lowest point in the, and the worst things that have happened to you, most of us don't go through quite that bad of times, maybe, you know, a little bit of it, but not that. I mean, certainly I've had some tough times, but not all of that at once, you know. So um, I I, uh,
1: I thank God every day for people like you who are able to rise above it and share your story with the world, so thank you. Well, and I want anybody to know that if they're having a really dark time in their life, that they can just send me an email at info at wealthsuccessinwomen.com and, and just send me your um, phone number and I'll call you because I've come across a lot of women, they just need somebody to talk to at that moment to get them through whatever struggle or whatever. You know, I talked to somebody today that um, is facing a legal thing and all I took with me to spend, you know, a few minutes talking to her and she's fine now. So with anybody, I don't care. You know, if you don't know me, anything, just send me an email, And if you need a phone call, I'm there. See, I knew that when I had all the problems with the first call that
0: you'd be fine. I just, <laughs> <laughs> don't ask. No, we've never had a conversation. And I said to Roy, I think that the next speaker is going to be just fine. I'm not going to worry. And I just, oh, oh no. <laughs> it's that funny. Um, so you even come across virtually that way, and that's pretty amazing that you uh, that you give off that aura in that way in more than just speaking with you. And um, so I'm doubly glad that we've connected. Oh, thank you. I am too. Heather, <laughs> what would you say is our number one obstacle to wealth and success?
1: Mindset. I cannot work with anyone. I call it the inner game. I cannot work with anyone unless they get their mindset right. I I call what I I teach are the M&Ms. I teach the mechanics, which is a how-to. I teach the marketing, and I teach the mindset. If I don't have the mindset of the gals that I'm working with, right? It doesn't matter what I teach them about marketing. doesn't matter what I teach them about how to build a business. They are not successful. And what's really sad about this is I say that all the time, and so many women, when I work on their mindset, they don't take it seriously. That is one of the, the big issues I see with women. They're so busy spending all their time. They're like, oh, I have to do you know this on my business, do that. They aren't willing to invest in themselves and take the time to work on their mindset. There's a lot of, um, we call it neural reconditioning, because, uh, you know, I always tell people there's the little devil on one side and the little angel on the other side of my shoulder, and, you know, the little devil's that little voice that you hear inside your head, that inner critic that's always saying, you know, you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not whatever enough. And what's if you listen to that voice, you're going to hear that voice speaks in your your voice. And so what I have women do is I have them do affirmations, they have to do a vision board, and everybody knows you're supposed to do this, but no one is out there actually doing it. Very few people do it. The people that do do it are experiencing incredible success. So women have to work on their mindset, and I make them record their affirmations, to hear their affirmations in their own voice because that will counteract the voice inside their head. So um, the mindset is crucial. You will not be a success unless you work on your mindset excellent advice. And I like that recording your affirmations and then hearing them. You know, I write them in lipstick on my mirror, but I think listening to them would be much better. <laughs> yeah, I have people do both because there's so much power in writing them. But hearing them in your own voice is, you know, you what I tell people to do is you have to bombard yourself, you know, with your affirmations, you know, and and just the whole thing. As soon as somebody gets starts hearing that negative um i have them as soon as they start hearing something negative going through their mind right away i tell them you have to stop it right there and you have to say aloud with feeling the exact opposite of that so um it takes a lot of work and it takes you know you have to be really dedicated to it and that is the most important thing to be becoming successful i would agree
0: Um, Let's talk about the Millionaire Lifestyle Business and Life Plan. Can you tell
1: us what it is and how do you help women create theirs? I would love to talk about this. (laughs) Um, When I talk about a millionaire lifestyle, that doesn't mean, you know, living a millionaire lifestyle, everybody has their own version of what that would be. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to make a million dollars. I personally will not work. Work with a client unless they're dedicated to making a six-figure income, and then once they reach that point, they have to go, you know, I encourage them to go bigger, Um, but if somebody is running their business, um, you know, and they don't want to make at least, you know, a six-figure income, I tell them, for everything you're going to have to do, because it does take a lot of commitment and work, um, you should just, you know, get a job because, you know, of everything that you have to do. And so um, I'm just going to share some statistics here. 87, I mean, it's great that, you know, women are starting businesses at twice the rate of men, and there's 11 women, 11 million women entrepreneurs. You know, and that's great. But there's a big problem. 87% of those women make less than $100,000 a year. The next big problem is Almost fifty percent, forty-eight percent of them make less than ten thousand dollars a year. That is a hobby. That is not a business. And so, um, you know, I, I just, I, I will not stand by and watch that anymore. And I'm very, I just, am a real straight shooter. And not everybody can work with me because, you know, that's how I think. Um, I tell women you have to run it as a business, not as a hobby. So what that involves is you have to have a really solid business foundation. And I think that's really important that you need to – women seem to think that you can start a business without any type of um, – You all you need is a good product or service. You don't need anybody to coach you or give you any education. And that's not true. You need somebody there that can tell you what you need to do. Because I always tell ask women, you know, how do you make money? A lot of women that are in business can't even tell me how they make money. I'll ask them, how much money did you make in the past 90 days? They don't have any idea. And so if we're going to build a millionaire lifestyle, we need to build successful, serious, Businesses, You need to do financial forecasting. You need to have a revenue model. When I talk about that kind of stuff, their eyes glaze over. They don't understand. They think if they had a good product or service, that's all it takes. So in order to build a millionaire lifestyle, my first thing is a man is not a plan. You have to go out and create what you want in, you know, for yourself. Because I told you corporate America is not going to give it to you, and the chances are you know, with the divorce rate the way it is, and then women are living, younger, you know, longer than men, there is going to be a time when you're going to be single. So you want to make sure that, you know, you have everything taken care of. Because life might be fine and dandy today, but life is, been as ready to curveball. We just don't know what it's going to be. And I've worked with a lot of women, and everybody gets a curveball. So, um so I say, you know, get prepared and build build the lifestyle that you want to have. The first thing that you have to do is you need to make the decision that you're going to dedicate yourself to building it, you know big. Um, the other thing that you need to know is what what's the millionaire lifestyle to you? You need to be very specific. How much money do you need to live your version of the millionaire lifestyle? You don't have to worry right now about how you're going to create it, but you have to decide what you want. And so many women that I talk to I'll ask them where do you want to live? Well I don't know what you know what kind of house do you want? I don't they don't know. And if you don't know, you're driving down that freeway of life and you're just wandering around and you you don't have a clue. So what I would tell women is uh, I want you to sit down away somewhere quiet and I want you to just really daydream. I want you to think about what would your perfect day be like from the minute you wake up till you go to bed. You know, who would be in your life? Where would you be living? What would you be doing? And that's going to give you a lot of clues for your millionaire lifestyle. So that's where we start. We, we have to know where we're, what, where we're going. The business is the vehicle that we're going to use to get there. So that's why I'm very serious. You know, I, I kind of have all the really lighthearted attitude, but when it comes to business, I am so serious. <laughs> and, you know, um, I hold people accountable and I'm tough. Because, you know, this is your life, and I'm not going to let you waste it, because you need to go be a philanthropist. <laughs> so um, so anyhow, that's, you know, what it's all about. It's about deciding, you know what, this is what I want. I'm not going to wait for somebody to come, you know, into my life and give me give it to me or give me permission to have it. I'm going to go out, and I'm going to create it myself. And I am so smart, I can do this. You know, I just need a little bit of help, a little guidance to go in the right direction, and I can do this. And how incredible is my life going to be after that? So that's that's building a millionaire lifestyle. It's about having enough money to to live the life you want, make the decisions, you know, that you want. You know, where do you want to live? Um, You know, financial freedom gives you the power to make those decisions. Where do you want to live? Where do you want to buy your clothes? Um, Where do you want to go on vacation? You know, if you don't have money, you don't have the freedom to make those choices. You're restricted. and So um, that's living a millionaire lifestyle. Excellent. Um, With the
0: economic uncertainty we're currently facing, is it really possible for everyone to have their own business? And, And if so, what are some of the ways we can make money in our spare time, especially without any startup cash? Okay. <laughs>
1: um, I I really think I would be, you know, it would be a disservice to people if I told them that they could start a business without any money. But I am going to tell you how you can get some money and how you can start a business without a lot of money. And then I'll tell you my philosophy as far as spending money on marketing and things like this. The, um, a lot of people will tell me they don't have any money. So what you have to do is right there. That shows me you're not committed or dedicated, <laughs> because that's that that's impossible with no money to start a business. You're going to le- need at least five hundred dollars, and the way that you do that is you need to declutter your life. Um, a lot of us have a lot of clutter. You know, you go to your closet and you've got a, you only wear about twenty percent of your clothes. So you need to go take some of those things to a consignment store. You need to have a garage sale. Um, you know, you might need to sell some furniture or something like that. I've been in a situation, I sold a luxury car and I sold a multi-million dollar house and downscaled a lifestyle in order to build a business. And I know... Um, uh, Another guest that you've had on on here, I know for, a, you know, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing it, Laura Langmeier, because she said it out in public. She sold everything except her car, and she lived with friends for a year, you know, when she started her business, and she's huge. She's, you know, got like a $20 million business. In five years, she built that from nothing. So, um, you know, what you have to understand is what you let go in your life by getting rid of those things right now you will get back bigger or better so it's okay to let that go so I would say you know get some money together that way and um, what I do is I, I work with women um, websites are so expensive and they're basically online brochures so all of my clients put up blogs which is great you know to have a blog up and we set them up I have a team that customizes them so they look like websites they can do e-commerce on them And what I want everybody to understand is um, branding is for big businesses, and um, they don't actually do it to make sales. They're doing it to build customer awareness. So I want you to think, how do you start a business out of your home and build customer awareness? You know, you can't build a brand. You don't have all that money. You block, and you use social media. And what's really cool about that is it's, free once you get your blog set up, and I have everybody set theirs up on wordpress.org um, because I tell them they're media creators, and blogging is so cool now because you can do video and you can do audio, and people love to buy from people they know, and it's really inexpensive. You can do, um, you know, some, it doesn't have to be professional. You can just get a digital, you know, video recorder or a webcam do some video clips, put them up on YouTube or Vidler. Uh, they don't cost any money. People are connecting with you that way. You can sign up for Audio Acrobat. It's like $20 a month. You can use that for your video or audio. Once you get the blog up, you don't have to pay a web designer to update it for you all the time. You get to go in every day and, you know, write. And and what's cool about that is you're a media creator, before what used to happen in marketing, you had to go to the journalist, you had to go to um, the the companies, and you had to get their permission. You know, they had to say, okay, I think that's a good story, you know, I'll run that or something like that because I really focus on PR, um, you know, as a, as a form of marketing. So now you get to create that. You get to bypass the journalist. You get to go directly to the people. And to me, that's so powerful, and so I tell my people you know in my organization that they're they're media creators you know and they're marketers, so you get to put all the information out all over the internet about yourself now, and that's really powerful and so it's really inexpensive to run your business, you know, once you get it up and going. So if you can get that cash together because you have to have an online presence and it needs to be very professional because you have to remember if somebody was, you know, in the offline world and your story doesn't look very visually appealing, they're not going to do business with you. And on the Internet, there's still, you know, some people still don't want to give their credit card to you if you don't look like you're, you know, a very professional organization people are going to come to your site within 7 seconds they're going to decide if they stay or click away so the atmosphere and vibe of your site is very important you need a lot of visual you should have audio you know you should have video up there and so once you get your initial business started you do social media you're on facebook You know, you're doing LinkedIn, you're doing Twittering. That doesn't cost money, so that is really powerful. Then you're out there, you know, contacting everybody. You know, you have an online um, press kit, so you don't have to send press kits anymore, and you're doing a lot of PR, and that doesn't cost any money either. And um, that's kind of like social proof, which is more powerful than buying, you know, your advertising. So once you get started, that's really, you know, it's really important. And a recent marketing report by Marketing Sherpa shows that um, pay-per-click is number four on return on investment. And actually, 99% of people that are looking for things on the Internet, they're not going for a specific URL. What they're doing is they're doing the organic searches or the natural searches. And um, that's, you know, how you want to drive traffic, you know. um, You get out on social media. You have your blog. You know, you're linking to other bloggers. You're building traffic. Um, so once you get the initial investment going, it's pretty low cost after that. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Um, so that's, that's how I teach people. I'm, you know, really into bootstrapping, but you do need to make that initial investment.
0: I would absolutely agree. In fact, you know, the, you mentioned blogs, and I've had this conversation with a few people. Every one of my sites, um, I am converting over to blog because I like to have. It's not that I necessarily need to control, but having to depend on other people to update little things that I could do myself if I could just figure out how to do it. And with a blog, once you've got it in place and they, and it's set up and everything, I'm I'm a huge advocate. And you know, you get that instant gratification of knowing that you're being indexed right away instead of days, weeks, or even months. So absolutely, a blog is a it, and. Everyone one of mine, people don't know their blogs because they look like... I had them created just, as you said, to look like websites. So I've got yeah. two more to go, and I'll be done, too. So thank Yeah, you. it's amazing. It is. You'll have to send me your information so I can make sure that everybody can contact you who might want to, you know, work with you to do something like you're talking about because it's so important. And it's so easy. It's, like, the easiest thing to do to get online compared to, you know... Um, building a website. I have a friend who built one. She spent $7,000 and I looked at her site and I said gosh, my people would have done it
1: for a tenth of the cost and it would have looked nicer. I could, and it, and e-commerce, you're right. You can do a lot. So Yeah, you can do everything on a blog. Well, actually you can do more on a blog than you can on a website. Those websites are online brochures. We, You know, people, this is what people do, don't, um, I think that they don't understand is People are – even though people are in front of the Internet, um, they're craving that one-to-one attention. That's why the social media sites are, like, going crazy. Those are the most successful sites out there. And the social dating sites, it's because people crave that interaction. And when somebody comes to your blog, they leave comments, and you get to start a conversation with them. You know, and that – I mean, that – that's what amazes me having you know run a bricks and mortar business is the one to one contact that I can have the interaction that I can have you know you can share so much about you know your company that you couldn't share in a typical business and you know blogs and people are just starting to realize the power of blogs. And, you know, they, they're they amazing. And if you have an online website, I started with one, and I spent close to $10,000. And I'm sure with all the updates, I spent over $10,000. And you don't need to know coding. And, you know, a lot of women, you know, they feel like, oh, I have to put up a website. I have to learn Dreamweaver. I have to learn all of that. Well, you don't want to be spending your time on that. You want to spend your time on what you're really you know, good at what your strengths are. So that takes away all of that issue as well. Yeah, I would agree. Um, let's talk a little bit about the steps
0: we need to do each and every day to achieve our goals and live our dreams. Can you go through those steps
1: with us? Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you <laughs> what what I do and, you know, what works for my clients. Um, you start your day on um, positive footing. And so, the first thing that you do um and they you know i uh, they've done a lot of research on this scientifically, the best time to um do your affirmations and do your visualizations is as soon as you wake up, so that's how you have to start your day and once you start your day this way. You're going to be amazed at your life just seems to be clicking along and everything's going a lot better, (laughs) Um, you know, because I lived that life on that hamster wheel. You know, the stress of that was actually killing me. Um, You know, I I had uncontrollable blood pressure. I had to go to the doctor every week um, because they couldn't control my blood pressure. It was so high, and I started having mini-strokes called TIAs. So um, what I did instead... I mean, and I'm from, you know, the medical field, <laughs> they couldn't help me. So I, I started doing meditations, and um, I I listened to um, meditation um, CDs and because they really calm me down, and they, you know, take me to a place, you know, where I'm calm and I'm centered and very serene um so you need to do meditations you need to do visualizations you need to do your um you know your affirmations the very first thing in the morning before you do anything else the other thing that you need to do is y- you need to um think about what you're grateful for um i have a gr- gratitude journal um but you know first thing in the morning you know you wake up and you should be grateful for the fact that you woke up that's number one <laughs> the other thing that you should be grateful for is that you have a choice in your life to decide what you want to create and you know how you want to live you should um, think about women in other countries third world world countries that are entrepreneurs in a sense um, because that's the only way they know how to get um, you know a few breadcrumbs or a little bit of water that's not necessarily clean they don't have a choice you have a choice um So you need to um, start your day that way and be very um, grateful, you know, for everything that you have in your life. And then what you need to do is um, I have a power list I make up every night before I go to bed. Um, You can do it in the morning. I just do it at night because it works for me. Your power list should have the list of the six things that you have to accomplish that day that must be accomplished to move your business forward. And you need to be spending 75% of your time on activities that generate revenue, not busy work in your office. And this is, you know, what a lot of women, they're like, oh, I was busy all day and they didn't really accomplish anything. That's not why you're running a business. So you need to have your power list of the six things that you have to accomplish that are going to generate revenue in your business. So that's really important. Then then a lot of people have, um, they're addicted to the Internet, So you need to stay away from that and you have to set specific times when you're going to check your emails um, so that you don't have the internet addiction that takes up hours of your day. Um, So that's what I always, you know, do as well. Um, And then uh, you want to make sure that you are eating healthy, that you're um, taking the time to, uh, you know, exercise. That's all showing that you care and you love about yourself. That's really important because being a woman entrepreneur can be very stressful, uh, you know, and, you know, you just get on this craziness, and I was there, you know, you just anything to eat and, you know, forget forget about exercise, and, you know, that's not the right way to live. You have to take the time, you know. I mean, once you lose your health, you realize that, You know, that takes a lot of energy and distraction out of your life, so you want to always be really healthy and living a really healthy lifestyle. Take good care of yourself. That's really important because as women we have a tendency to put all of that on the back burner and put everything, the business, the kids, the husband, everything else first, and you need to put yourself first because then everything else falls in place. So you have to um, also around lunchtime you need to go through your goals and your affirmations again. And then um, last thing at night before you go to bed, you should um, finish off, you know, go. you want to um, write down three things that you were really successful at that day um, and that you're really proud that you accomplished you want to write down one thing that you're really grateful for that happened that day, and then you also want to go through your um, affirmations, your visualizations, and your meditations. And it does take a commitment and dedication to make this part of your life, and when you're first starting to do it, it can seem really overwhelming, but then it becomes a habit like anything else, and it just fits into your day. And that's, what a great formula I mean I'm writing all this down I think it's. Just, I do
0: some of it I do all of it at different times but not all of it every single day so I think it obviously takes a, a very trained person once you become trained and do it you know consciously you almost do it unconsciously I'm sure like anything in our lives, like our affirmations that we say and the gratitude and all of that and I just love um, I
1: love how you call it your power list I just yeah. love it. great thank you well you know the thing that I have to say about this is um, I think it's inc- it's so important that women do this. And I'm going to tell you that I, I, you know, have been very successful in business. I've built six and seven figure income businesses. And I have coaches. And I have mentors. And um, my coaches, um, they do this. And these are men um, that have built, between the two of them, they've built 26 businesses. And their business, their um, one of them, his uh, passive income is ten million dollars a year. That's not his business income. Wow. So my thought is, if they're still doing this, then I'd better be doing this. <laughs> so, and you know, this is what the very and you know who could be busier than uh, somebody, you know, a guy like that. You know, I mean, who has less time in his day than a guy like that? I mean, the guys that, you know, I, that are my coaches, I mean, if you want to talk about not having time, they're flying all over the United States, you know, they have a zillion people, you know, in their coaching programs, I coach with them privately, but, you know, if they're still doing this, then I need to be doing it, and that's, that's what I, I, I'm trying to tell women, you know, um, you have time for this, you just need to decide if it's important or not.
0: So, so then what other inside information and resources are available to
1: members of Women's Success and Wealth Community? Well, um, what I do is I've, uh, one of my big things is I, I find this time and time again. Your friends and your family love you, but they don't believe in you when you start a business, and they don't want to hear about your business. So at Wealth Success and Women, um I have a small group of women that I um consult with. I'm a business small business consultant and I'm very hands-on. And then they um all belong to a mastermind group and um they all have accountability partners and this is very, very powerful and this is also what a lot of the people that are highly successful in business making millions, they do this as well. So that's really important. Um, I have my primary part of my business is I'm building um, a multimedia site for women entrepreneurs. You know, I have the blog where I have tons of articles and information. A lot of it is on business and mindset, but I'm also I'm trying to promote um, being a woman entrepreneur as a lifestyle because as women entrepreneurs, our lives are very unique, and I'm addressing that. And so th- that's what a lot of my articles are about. And then um, I'm starting Well, Success in Women, Internet TV, and then I'll have a radio show, and that will all be in place within the next 30 days. So I ha- I'll have a lot of free information up there for women. And then um, can I make a few suggestions for books and things? Absolutely. That was my next question is, what other resources would you recommend to our listeners? Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to start with what everybody tells you. Um, You have to, I don't care if you've got it on a bookshelf or you've read it before, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And what I want you to do is I want you to read the chapter on desire, and I want you to do the exercises in the section titled Six Ways to Turn Desires to Gold. You must do those six exercises. Please do those. <laughs> and then you need to read the chapter on persistence, and I have everybody I work with, they need to read the chapter on persistence every single night before they go to bed for 30 days, and that's, that's really powerful. That will change your thoughts incredibly if you do that, you know, simple exercise. Then um, I'm really big into PR. I'm not big into spending a lot of money on advertising, so... There's a great book. It's called "It: Nine Secrets of the Rich and Famous," and it has incredible little nuggets of information that are going to change the way that you think about you know marketing and PR and that's by Paula Froelich. she's um, a columnist for page six. Um, then Susan Harrow at prSecrets.com she has I love- a great. She has a great book for women. She focuses on women. Sell Yourself Without Selling Your Soul. That's a great book. I would get that. And then she also has a soundbite system. So if you're going to be, you know, interacting with the media, you need to know your soundbites. It's very important, and she teaches it very, very well. And then, um, if you need a marketing mentor, um, Denise Michaels at mentoringwithdenise.com. She's great. She also has a wonderful book for women. It's called Testosterone Free Marketing, and she, you know, she addresses a lot of those, um, you know, obstacles women have with their inner game when they're out marketing themselves. They don't know how to toot their own horn, and so she's really great for that. And then um, Jack Canfield and Janet Schweitzer, they um, have a book called The Success Principles. And if you go to thesuccessprinciples.com, they have an e-course and they have some articles. And that's a great book. talks a lot about the power of masterminding, having accountability partners, and things like that. Great book. I would definitely read that. And then as far as um, affirmations and working on your mindset, sometimes people need a little bit of help. And there's um, Kelly Howell. She has, um, it's brainsync.com. She has subliminal affirmations on there. You can go there and look at them, and then you can order them off Amazon. They're like $10 each. Um, and then if you have more, you know, if you've got a higher budget, um, com by Bill Harris. Um, that's an incredible, you know, it's a it, that's really an incredible program, but it's it's almost two hundred dollars. So you might want to start with Kelly Howell. So that's where I would start. and that's Brain Sync S Y N C dot dot com. And she it. has some where you can hook your ear, you know, your um, headset up to the computer and listen to them for free to try them out, and you'll be amazed at how these help. Great, wonderful. So what's next for Heather? Well, <laughs> my passion is to build, you know, a lifestyle brand for women entrepreneurs. Um, because I feel if I build it into a lifestyle, more women are going to get on board with it, and you know, we are going to rock the world. So, um, you know, the wealth, success, and women—you um, know, building the the brands, taking the mission out to the world—you know, through the TV, the radio program, and. You know, by putting a lot of incredible free content up there, you know, for women. And then, you know, working on getting these women, a lot of these women, you know, the coaches, we need to learn to, you know, collaborate. A lot of women compete with one another. And if you look at a lot of the successful men that are out there doing it, they're all collaborating and they're not competing and, you know, they're just really shaking up the Internet world and I want to get women together to do the same thing rather than just doing their own Lone Ranger thing. And, you know, we can, you know, build, you know, we can just build this incredible world of women entrepreneurs because women build their businesses differently than men and therefore they need women coaches, women mentors, you know, because women intertwine their personal and professional lives. Men tend to compartmentalize it. So there's a lot more involved in, you know, the psyche of a woman entrepreneur. And, you know, men can't answer that, and women know what it's like to have the kids and the family and everything else. And so I want to, you know, get women coaches together to form this alliance so you know we can just rock the world
2: <laughs>
1: so
0: that's it <laughs> have some amazing lofty goals and you have been just wonderful i I've, I've really enjoyed listening to you you've given me some great ideas and i hope our guests as well do you have time for a, a question or two heather oh yeah any i i'm here all righty then uh, uh, would anybody like to ask heather a question Oh, you have to unmute yourself. Star six, I'm sorry.
3: Hi, Hi, Heather, this is Roy.
1: Oh, of course. This always happens to me. I talk to women and I get a guy that asks me a question.
3: Oh, hey, that's cool.
2: We
1: love men. <laughs> Let me just start by we love men, too. <laughs> Heather, Roy is one of the girls, so don't worry about it. Okay. okay. Uh,
0: hey, Matt, he's, a very, uh, uh, he's really... He relates well to women. He is marketed as women, and he's—I think
3: he's been, you know, going to school on us for quite a while now. So <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that, Heidi. I've—I've I've done some ciphering, as Jethro Bodine would say, about you all women there. So, uh, yeah, love being one of the girls. So maybe I don't have a a, a question so much here, Heather, as as just some comments. Uh, your presentation was just simply. Uh, in tune and in line with uh, my thinking and my mindset and my beliefs. And basically, this is what I'm doing in the world as well and helping people to uh, well, as Zig Ziglar puts it, get rid of their stinking thinking. <laughs> and I,
2: exactly.
3: I, 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 you know, I, I, th- This is the underlying foundation of what I heard you say throughout everything that you said here. So I just want to say kudos to you and the way you're doing it. It's just simply awesome because um, I, I'm speaking s- strictly from a guy's perspective, of course, but... I could listen to you for hours on end and change this stinking thinking that's going on in my mind for sure, so um, you're definitely an inspiration to us guys, I'm sure you are to women as well, because you've just got that you know great personality type that, who could not love that, you know what I'm saying, and who could not learn from that, so I just wanted to basically say that and say you're on the right track.
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. That means so much to me. You know that you said that, and I, you know, love your reference to Zig Ziglar. You know, and um, he also says, you know, the way to become successful, you know, is help a lot of other people become successful.
3: Amen. That's exactly what I say as well. So, yeah, kindred spirits.
1: So you're my kind of guy. Well, you're my kind of gal.
3: You know, I love it. <laughs> kindred Thanks. spirits already. Sure, you bet.
0: Thank you, Roy. And Roy definitely is. He's my kind of guy, too. He's great. And Heather, you... I, I mean, I could listen to you all day. <laughs> and you you and know I, I could talk all day. <laughs> I was thinking of calling my other two guests now. Oh. <laughs> hey, I mean, I am so pumped with energy and, and you know, I, thank you. Thank you. With That's the challenges we had this morning, uh, it could have been a lot worse. and, and and you're just so gracious, so thank you. Heather, before we ask any more questions in case anybody does have any more, could you tell our listeners uh, your website one more time and the best way to get a
1: hold of you? Yes. Um, it's www.wealthsuccessandwomen.com. And um, if anybody has any questions or if they need some help or if you need a quick phone call because you're feeling a little blue, just send me an email at info at wealthsuccessandwomen dot com. Great. Thank you very much, Heather. You it are welcome. Just, just
0: wonderful.
3: Heather? Yes. Do you have a Twitter account? Yes. <laughs> Can't let you go without that.
2: Um,
1: I don't know exactly how you say it, but it's Heather Juma. Because mostly I do that online through that little account. So um, you can find me at Heather Juma. I don't know if, if that's how you give that out. Well,
3: here, this is where people can go to find you and follow you. So I definitely suggest that. So
1: okay. it's
3: twitter.com slash and then your username, which happens to be Heather Juma. So you want to go Heather ahead and spell Juma, that yeah. for us
1: as well? struggling with the, um, the Twitter thing because I'm not 100% sure how that works. <laughs>
2: well then, I, I mean, need.
1: To... I, I get on there and I'm like, well, I need to talk more about than my trip to Jamba Juice. <laughs> so,
3: well, Heather, I then... guess
1: I still have challenges in business, everybody. <laughs> and the internet changes so fast. Well, then
3: you can expect <laughs> so a call from you.
1: me. Thank you for that.
3: Do you have a Skype account? No. You need to. Run. Don't walk to Skype.com. And I'd love to interview you for my uh, Twitter book that I'm writing. I'm in the process of writing it right now. So I'll connect with you, and let's see what we can do on that.
2: That
1: would be wonderful. I would be honored. Thank you. That would be my honor.
0: My
3: pleasure. But you got to go get Skype, so.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then if you need help when you go to get it, Roy will help you. He is just amazing and very, he's just like you, One, uh, very giving um, Willing to teach. I mean, he's taught me so much in the two years that we have uh, become friends. I feel like that we're more than friends, almost like brother and sister that were separated at birth. I mean, he's just a, an amazing person, and when I say he's one of the girls, I mean it in in a very loving way. Because oh, I I can tell he's he's got the heart. He's yes, got he's the heart. Has. I hear it. And we have awesome. awesome people. Yes, and we have some amazing people who've been attending these sessions and who've been speaking such as yourself. Does anybody else wanna chime in or, you know, offer some comments or just say hello or have any questions, feel free. We have a little time. I did want to make a comment that our our speaker that was scheduled at two um, had an emergency, uh, Marilyn Janae. So she's going we are rescheduling her for next week. Uh, And I will send out a notice for that. So we do have a little bit of time before Annie Jennings
1: comes on. I'm going to take about a 15, 20-minute break. But you're welcome to stay on the line and chat and do whatever you'd like. And they can ask me any question they want about anything, business, you know, anything. Are you currently taking on um, new clients personally? Um, Yes, I, I have either 16 or 17 slots. I restrict, I keep the number pretty low because I'm, I guess it's part of my obsessive compulsive thing. (laughs) Like when I work with people, I know their entire business. I know a lot about their philosophy of life and I work with them on every part of their business. Um, I'm very hands-on. So that's why I have a small, um, you know, group of clients that I work with. So I never work with more than 50 people at a time. Do you do um so do you do your um your coaching virtually then? Yeah, I have people all over the United States. Um I do it um virtually, yes. Great. Right. Yes. Great. Right.
0: Any other questions or comments?
2: Marilyn. Marilyn Hi Hi, Marilyn. No no, this is
0: this is uh, Heather Juma. Marilyn is not on the call. She had an emergency, so Heather is um has stuck around and we're having a little bit longer conversation. Oh,
2: okay, 'cause well, I Marilyn recognize have... the voice. No, nope. but we can get the schedule. <laughs> <I'm>, uh... <laughs> I... But do you have a question? Who are you? I'm Renee. Hi, Renee, where are you from? New York. New York City. Oh no. Um uh your, I am out on Long Island. Oh great. And
1: the leaves are turning
2: there now, aren't they? Oh it's beautiful. I bet it is. Yes. <laughs> and it's getting nicer every day. Oh good, good. So what is And your I business? say that even when there's three feet of snow on the ground. So. <laughs> we love that positive attitude. <laughs> So what is your business? Well, I am I haven't started it yet. I am working on producing a cookbook of recipes from some of the cooking gurus of the mid to late 1800s. Oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, it is. Yeah, they're they were gurus. To, I'm <laughs> trying to turn 3,000 pages into 200. Oh
1: wow! So are you going? To, how are you going to publish it? Are you going to do self-publishing? I
2: don't yes. know. I know. No. That's what. It's one of the reasons I went on. You know, to this series of calls because I need help. Uh, once a book is finished, with you know the steps that come after that.
1: Well, what you need to do is um, Dan Pointer. It's P-O-Y-N-T-E-R. Do a search for him, um, and he has a lot of great information about self-publishing. It's really hard to get a book deal, um, so you need to take control, and you need to put it out to the world yourself, and you can do print-on-demand, you know, at places like lulu.com, where you get orders, and then, you know, you print it as you get the order, and um, a lot of Really successful people started out as self-publishers, and then the once they build a platform, because that's what the book publishers are looking for. They're looking for people that already have a following, you know, because the industry is so competitive. So you want to get a blog up. You want to start building your platform right now. So you should get a blog up and start writing about this um, and get your people um, you know, because uh, recipes on the Internet, people go totally crazy, you know, over that. I know a gal that started, um, um, I think it's called Smitten Kitchen, and she's only had it up for two years, and she has a following of, of a million hits. She gets a million views a month. Wow. I mean, yeah, a million views a month. So what you need to do is you need to start building your platform now mm-hmm. um, and get people so that when, you know, you put the book out, you've got sales. So you need to start building that while you're working on, you know, um, uh, writing the book and getting that done. And then I would definitely start learning everything that you can about self-publishing. There's another, it's a couple, um, Marilyn and Tom Ross. If you do a search for them, they have great books out on self-publishing as well. So that's what you, that's my suggestion. Build that platform while you're writing it. Um, get your customers out there. You know, go out and self-publish it. You know, m- you know, be a rock star and then get a book deal. <laughs> That's like a plan to me. <laughs> oh, and you have to have, you know, they buy on the name of the title. So you've got to really have a, a really good title. It's got to have a great hook. So really put a
2: lot of thought into the title. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I I have been, I have a couple of titles that I've been playing with. But I so what you need to
1: do is you need to get those titles out on the internet to your people that are visiting your blog and get their feedback. Do a survey. You can do a survey through SurveyMonkey. You know, send it out to everybody you know. Get people, you know, on your blog. You need to link with other bloggers. There's tons of people writing, you know, um, recipe blogs. You need to connect and link and, you know, leave comments and, you know, build your platform. And they'll they'll tell you what the title of your book should be. And there's nothing that, oh, I mean, that's amazing, the market research you can do for free on the Internet. And it would cost you, like, unbelievable money if you had to pay a company so use the internet for so many things you know um, market research is great on the internet and it's free and so that's what you need to do if I was coaching you that's what I would tell you to do oh uh,
2: thank you I appreciate it you're
0: that. welcome great comment hey by the way Renee go to Betty's Country Kitchen Betty Lynch is a good friend of mine and she's got a really nice uh, site and she's sells her book on her blog, um, and then there's another one I want to just mention really quick. I interviewed um, the publisher of, of the book, Aunt Pearl,
2: P-U-R-L,
0: and um, she started out, it wasn't actually, she wasn't even going to write a book. She started a blog, and, and she just talked about her life as a single 30-year-old who with a cat and, and who knitted, and it was just the <laughs> cutest thing, and she ended up writing, uh, turning her blog into a book. Oh, great. I, over a million people following her, and so her story's really cool, and just Google Aunt Pearl, P-U-R-L, and you'll find her blog, because I'm not exactly sure what the, I think the URL is probably just Aunt Pearl, so those are a couple of good examples, especially oh. if you're going to do the blog, That um, uh, and what was that one that you mentioned, uh, uh, Heather, was it Smitten Kitchen? Yes, Mitten Kitchen. Yeah. I'm always looking for bloggers, especially women bloggers, because in my IMR magazine, we always like to highlight women bloggers about every quarter and, you know, give our readers people to watch and follow and read. And, and so um, I'm putting her on my list for my next, uh, next go-around in the winter. So thank you.
1: And then... Um, the other there's another site that's kind of um cute. She's a woman blogger. It's called cuteoverload.com, dot com and she, she's allergic to pets, loves animals, and she just posts um you know, pictures of really cool pictures of pets and she has the number one selling calendar on Amazon. Wow. And she did it all based on her following on her blog. So, um, and you know, Martha Stewart had a show on the other day all about blogging, just to let everybody okay. know how popular it is. <laughs> the whole show is about blogging. that's great so you
0: know, I hear some i I hear a lot of uh controversy about blogs because and I think it's really from the people who just don't want to do it because it is there is some work involved. You do have to keep it up and and we don't realize that if you keep it up. Some people don't realize if you keep it up, it just expands your universe so much, and you get a better following, and you make a lot more money. Um, is you know so, and we're all about how to grow a million dollar business and lifestyle. I like right. It.
2: Yeah. Right. Is is there a as far as blogging goes? I mean, is there a standard as uh, once a day, once a week, once a month?
3: Depends. I, Depends. Go ahead, Heather.
1: Well, what I do is I have my women, my clients. I have them build it up with what I call pillar um, articles that establish their. um, They it kind of establish. If somebody goes to the site, it will establish what their blog is all about. Um, So first I work with them on the categories, and then I have 17, um, you know, blog headline templates that I give them. And for each category, they have to write a post for that. That establishes what the blog's all about. So if anybody goes there at the beginning, they don't just see one article. So I call them, you know, the pillar articles. And then after that, I tell them they need to post once a day. And um, I also have writers that I work with that do PLR articles. Specifically for my group, and then the agreement is they will not sell those articles to anybody else for the first thirty days. So, and they um, do, you know, keyword research, you know, as well, because a lot of people want to put up a blog, but they say, well, I don't know how to write. And so, you know, this helps them out and, you know, the writers are very affordable because what they're building their business and I always teach women to have multiple streams of income in their business. I call it slicing and dicing. Um, because it's a lot easier to make $8,000 a month if you have four mini-businesses each doing you know $2,000 a month. Oh, yeah. um, so a lot of the people that I work with are really good writers, and this is another way for them to build an income stream, even though that's not their primary business. Hmm.
2: Excellent,
1: okay. excellent. Um, I love that, 17 um,
0: pillar articles. I had not heard that, and I think that's a great bit of advice.
1: Do you and do I am, them all at once? Yes, I have them do them all at once because when anybody goes to your blog, they'll see one article and they're not going to come back. Oh, I see. You want to make your blog sticky. You want to make it so much fun that people are like, oh, I want to see what she wrote today. You, you you think, I tell people they're in the media publishing business. Um, so what you want to do is, like, you know, the daily newspaper, you want them coming back all the time. Because it's going to take somebody, I don't know the specific numbers, but it's going to take somebody 10 to 12 times before they're even going to buy anything from you. Uh-huh. So, and, you know, that's why you have a blog is you need to sell things on it, not, you know, it's just for kicks. Right. Um, you, you need to be building it as a business. And, you know, when people get overwhelmed about, you know, the commitment they have to make, well, this is your business. You know, so you can either go out and work um, forty hours a week for corporate America, or do it for yourself.
0: And you know, Renee, just to uh, put your mind at ease, you can just do a tip. You don't have to long post every day. You can you can put your recipes up there because if you put really good recipes, and people are going to want to have them all in a package and buy it as opposed to having to go search for them one at a time. You will have you will you know once they've tried one or two of the recipes, they'll want it recipe books from recipescom and a couple of others because I loved the, the ones that I got for free
1: so yeah because they'll go, go on a blog and they don't want to have to figure out how to print all of those yeah so what you can do is you could even start by selling um, an ebook you know maybe you took all the chocolate dessert recipes and put them all into an ebook You know, and just, that's called selling electrons on the Internet. You do the work once and, you know, you set it up there and you sell electrons. (laughs) That's very cute. You know, we went all kinds of different ways. You take your information and you're always repackaging it, um, you know, in different ways. Um, So it's either, you know, free information and then you can repackage it and expand it, Um, you know, write an article and people love those blog tips like Heidi was talking about you know five simple secrets to this eleven you know simple ways to do that Um, so they don't have to be necessarily you know five hundred to seven hundred word articles people love tips because on the internet people don't like to necessarily read they like to scan so when you have the bullet points they love it Mm
3: -hmm. if I can add to that a little bit
1: yes join in
3: I'd love to, thank you So, yeah, uh, as far as writing on your blog every day uh, As the ladies have already said, you know, every day is a good thing to do But if you don't have anything to write, my advice is don't So have something to say, have something to write, have something to share that's important to your readers, to your followers, because if I'm following you and I get the feeling that you're just writing because someone told you you need to write every day or write two or three times a day, do you see what I'm trying to get at here? You need to keep the... Uh, people that you're serving in mind and so uh, tips are great you know that's why Twitter is so wonderful because it's 140 characters or less at a time so you really need to be succinct as something that I'm not of course but uh, yeah that's one of the things and so if you do write every day from a search engine perspective Because I'm an SEO, I'll tell you this, that if you want your information to be found quickly and you want Google spiders as well as the rest of the spiders to come by very, very quickly, like on a daily basis, then you should train those spiders by having new content on a daily basis. If you only want them to come around once a month, write once a month. Once a week, write once a week. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So that's another consideration to keep in mind.
0: Absolutely, and and if I may just uh, put in a shameless uh, plug here, Uh, we did. I've interviewed seventeen experts on the topic of blogging, and so we. I have a uh, program called Blogging for Business, and um, I'll send you all the information on it, and I'll give you a special price on it. Anybody who's interested that's uh, attending today, or uh, the whole group, I will. Um, But it's really excellent information. Darren Roosh is one of the people we interviewed, and. um, he like he's called his name the name of his blog is Problogger and he is big time. And oh, and yeah. other people like <laughs> B five media and um just some social networking experts and it's just been some really, really interesting information. So I'd um I, I would recommend you know, if you don't know enough about blogging or you're you're not too sure, um uh, what are the girls, Patsy and Denise Up the blog squad, we interviewed them, I mean we just had some amazing people so wow. um, I'll let you all know what, what uh, how to get access to that but it's um, I, I don't even remember what the price of the program is, something like $67 but I'll give you guys a $25 discount or something and or maybe even more, I'll, I'll think about it and send it out later on today or tomorrow and
1: um, if you want it you can get it. Well I think that great, Heidi, because what happens is when they start doing searches on these, you know, like if they go um, to um, ProBlogger or things like that, they're going to get stuck in the paralysis of analysis. So um, if you get Heidi's program, I'm sure it's like very concise and it's going to help get you started. You go on some of these free sites and that's one of the things that's great about the internet is you can get all this free information, but people need it, you know, packaged in such a way where it's not like they're reading for hours and getting overwhelmed and then they're like, you know what, I can't do this. (laughs) So, so, So these kind of programs are very powerful because they break it all down to just Everything you need to know <laughs> oh, and, and each one is a specific
0: topic related to bra- uh to blogging, which is, means that if you if if you need to know like how to how to uh make money on your blog, then you want to hear that session on um you know uh how to monetize your blog if you want to know how to uh you know create content you 'll want to listen to that so that it 's not everybody gives a little overview of each of those things but then we drill down which is what we've done and you with the tips that you've given and i think that that's that's the most important thing i want it to be of value to me and to my listeners so so um i just love everything you have said i mean this whole stuff we could have another whole chat with you
1: well, on can i just say something about the blogs you can make a lot of money on your blogs. That's another thing all my women do is they run ads, and I teach them different. And it doesn't have anything to do with their bi- specific business. But as long as you have a blog up, you need to sell the real estate on that blog. <laughs> <laughs> We don't leave money on the table in my group.
3: (laughs) I agree. I absolutely agree with that.
1: And that real estate has value on your blog. You build up traffic, and that's why I have people post every day, and I tell them specifically how to do that and set up a calendar to do that. And so, yeah, that real estate has value, and you need to sell it. (laughs)
3: And if if I may real quick as well, I'd love to give Renee a quick little key to blogging and becoming known, liked, and trusted within the space that you are in, because that's the whole idea. So, Renee, uh, what, I, what I would teach you to do, or what I would share with you to keep in mind, because some people are told, just put up a blog and just start blogging. I'm not saying uh, that that's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's directionless. Uh, here's another uh, Zig Ziglar uh, one-liner I love. He says, do not be a wandering generality. Become a meaningful, specific. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, What I, what I would share with you is this. You need to become a thought leader and an opinion leader and one of the movers and shakers and the go-to person within your space. So the only way to do that and the way to do that within the search engine graph and the way Google looks at uh, blogs or websites or better yet, web pages, is when you connect with other people who already are those movers and shakers and those authority leaders within your space. So a blog allows you to connect with these people and do trackbacks and comments and pingbacks and all this this kind of stuff and it's a way to network it's like networking in text so if you get connected to a lot of people within your space and they start saying wow who's this person Renee I need to start blogging about her I need to start talking about her I need to start linking to her then a lot of the um, movers and shakers within your space will do that and you'll rise through the ranks very very quickly
2: that's awesome great
1: advice I couldn't have said it better that's awesome
0: Thank you. Well, again, Heather, thank you so much for being here with us today. I I appreciate and your patience and spending extra time with
1: our guests. And I hope that I can um, invite you to come back. Oh, I'd love to come back. I appreciate what you're doing for women entrepreneurs and anything you know I can do to help you know help women you know become successful. You know, step forward into their power you know, and just rock their lives, I'm there. And um, it's been my pleasure and honor to be on this call. Thank you so much. And I just want to tell women, be fierce, be fearless, be fabulous, and have fun. (laughs) love it. I love it. Thank you, Heather. You're you're welcome. welcome. Thank you,
0: Heather. Thank you,
2: Heather. Everybody else.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. I'm going to get her to come on and talk about blogging. That would definitely be a great conversation. Thank you all for being here. I'm going to take about a ten-minute break before Annie Jennings comes on. Um, I'm waiting to hear when Marilyn wants to reschedule. Hopefully uh, next week. Uh, she's got a new client that, um, and you'll hear her story. It's pretty amazing. She attracts multi-million-dollar clients in her um, event planning business, and she and she does a